Welcome to the Rise and Search podcast. I'm your host, David Lovejoy, inviting you on an exploration of the global business landscape. Join me as we discover insights from world-class professionals. Leilani Kopp, thank you very much for coming on our podcast. Could you please introduce yourself to our audience? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so my name is Leilani, and I am the owner of Sweet Leilani Cosmetics, and um, that's lovely to be here. Thank you. And could you talk a little bit about your journey um, getting into cosmetics? Where did you begin and what led you to doing what you're doing today? Yeah, wow. It's been a journey, I tell you, and it's come full circle. So um, I always wanted to become a special effects makeup artist since I was 12. Um, my grandmother passed away when I was 16, and um, we were sitting in the funeral home, and I blurted out that I would be doing her hair and makeup. And I think everyone fell off their chair at that point. Um, but it was something that I was going to do. I was adamant about it. Um, after doing that, I was like, wow, you know, this could be something that I would love to do to help others with their loved ones once they pass. So I kind of tucked that in my back pocket and off I went to LA, um, to learn special effects. I had a great, uh, year and a half in LA as an intern on major movie sets and met major stars. And, um, I was young and some of them I was starstruck with, uh, but um, had to come back to Vancouver. And at that point, uh, Holly North hadn't quite taken off in Vancouver. They were just starting out. So I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna get that funeral home out of my back pocket and go see what maybe I could do with that. And so I went to a few of them and soon realized that I had to become an embalmer. And um, that wasn't something that I had wanted to do. So. Um, I had to get a job as a waitress and work my way into the union and it was really tough and, um, but you needed a job that because they call you at midnight to be on top of a mountain the next morning. And that's how you got your brownie points for the union. Um, but I got into the union and I was very, very successful in being able to work on every, um, TV series that came to Vancouver, like, uh, Jump Street and Wise Guys and, MacGyver and all the Hallmark movies. Um, and I had an incredible career. Um, at some point, um, I think when I was wanting to have my first child, I thought I started wanting to volunteer with the Look Good, Feel Better with the Cancer Society. Um, while I did that, I had a few people come up to me and ask me if they would do it in private. So I started volunteering out of a bedroom, styling wigs. Um, I had done many weeks for stunt drivers um, on set, so I was really comfortable in doing that. I realized quite quickly that these patients were post-op allergic, sensitive, and I had kit loads of makeup um, that was full of gunk, full of chemicals. It just wasn't cutting it. So I was like, there's got to be something better out there. And I started researching ingredients, good and bad and realized there, there just wasn't. So um, I thought, well, I should do it. So started researching, um, found some chemists, started playing around, went on for about two years, came out with my first product that was a skincare cover camouflage. Um, it was working so well on the cancer patients that I was working on. Um, makeup artists were buying it on set. 
uh, it was like a second skin. It was waterproof. You could swim in it. So um, I thought, well, hey, if there's this many people undergoing cancer, what about all the people who've been burned and scarred in life? So uh, I started on the road again, going to all the plastic surgeons and dermatologists. And it was a little bit of a hard road at first. Uh, the doctors felt that it was just makeup and these people needed to get on with their life. But I had husbands crying me, crying because and hugging me because their wives would go out in public again. It was just so heartfelt and warm that I, it just, I, I couldn't let it go. I was like a dog with a bone. And I just kept at it and kept at it um, until finally they listened and started sending me people. And um, at that point, I thought I needed more training. I needed to become specialized in paramedical corrective makeup. I wanted to become specialized in tattooing so I could uh, tattoo areolas on after breast construction for these cancer patients. And um, so that's what I did. And by then, the plastic surgeons were sending people to me that literally had tragic um, injuries from fires, and I needed more products. So I thought, well, it's time to create the rest of the line and take it to market. So that's what I did. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, there's so much to unpack there. Um, I guess going back towards the beginning, who are some of the stars that you were starstruck by, just out of curiosity? Um, I really liked Al Pacino. Um, I really liked Linda Carter. One of my favorites um, was Suzanne Summers and John Ritter, though. They okay. they truly were um, real. Did that uh, kind of exceed your expectations when you were meeting them? Were you surprised to see how down to earth they were? Very, very. And um, also having the opportunity to meet Johnny Depp when he was just a young, young little guy. I mean, we we're about the same age, so it was... Uh, at that time, not knowing who he would become, um, it's kind of cool too. Yeah, that's really interesting to think about people who you know now after having received fame, uh, meeting them before that um, transition, I suppose you could say. Yeah. Uh, did you learn anything from any of the stars that you met, like uh, any conversations or just any kind of wisdom? I'm just curious because they live somewhat of a different life in some respects. Um, to stay humble. <laughs> yeah. To I think I learned more, quite honestly, I've learned more from the burn survivors and cancer patients and, you know, that, that side of my business, um, more than anything. Okay. You, on your website, sweetleilani.com, uh, you have a, uh, a section that says healing with makeup. Um, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, could you talk a little bit about that? Like, what does that mean to you, healing with makeup? Well, it means a lot. Like, I I always say that I've always known what makeup does on the outside, how it transforms us on the outside. But over the years, I've realized how it transforms us on the inside because it is more than makeup. It's therapy for these patients or these people who have gone through traumatic injuries and scarring and fires and um for them to be able to smile again or go back to work or just go out in public some of them are so scarred beyond you know that's healing yeah, yeah 
Yeah, that is interesting. The confidence that you're giving some of these people to uh, live their lives in um, ways that it seems like they they were prevented from from living for various reasons. Um, I never really thought of makeup as being that profound, to be honest with you. Um, but it sounds like you're doing amazing work. Um, and you came by it quite honestly. Um, you knew that you wanted to work with makeup first in um, the imaginary sense, I guess, with uh, uh, movies and fantasy. Uh, but then now you're kind of doing the opposite where you're removing the addition of, um, I guess, change. So uh, I think the way you put it before was you're kind of undoing the work that you did on movies. Is that how you worded it? Yeah, I mean, I went to school for special effects. I created incredible effects, wounds, scars, fires. And I've gone full circle now in my career to covering up what I used to create. So, yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. And then you're, you're seems like led by your heart. You, you have a passion for what you're doing and you see its effects um, with people's health. Uh, but you're also a businesswoman. Um, and it seems like you kind of backed into this role of running a business. Your first priority seems to be um, kind of helping people. Uh, so what are some of the, could you talk at all about some of the challenges in the realities of business, supply, demand, money, this and that, and your desire and joy of helping people? Yeah, wow. Uh, you know, I never set out to have a company. Um, it just evolved from all my volunteer work. And so um, I didn't go to business school. I didn't go to marketing. Um, I did hair and makeup. So because I kind of got in this a different way, um, it was just learn as you go. And I, a lot of things I was very naive about. Um, luckily I'm one of those that does a lot of research, does my due diligence. Um, so I haven't made a lot of mistakes, honestly. Um, but that doesn't mean it wasn't hard because with no business background, it, it was a learning curve in every department from, you know, accounting to cash flow to logistics, um, manufacturing, like you name it. And I wore all the hats. And quite honestly, I still wear all the hats and I'm I'm very involved in everything I do um, because that side of the business is just as important to me as the volunteer side of the business. I see. What advice would you give to someone uh, considering a life of entrepreneurship versus working a nine to five for someone else? Um, I believe that you really need to know where you want to go with it. You don't just become an entrepreneur because you think that you can just do what you want or not have the nine to five hours um, because now you might have the nine to midnight hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, I do. Uh, yeah, exactly. So do your research, you know, research, 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 open your eyes um, because most people don't, have a clue what's involved in being an entrepreneur. So just be ready and um, yeah, do your research. I think that's sound advice. Looking at this space, uh, you mentioned you're not just 
makeup, although that might be um, kind of the front-facing side of a lot of what you do, uh, you're also about holistic, uh, healthy living, um, kind of eco-consciousness. Could you talk a little bit about your ethos there? Like what what drives you in this space and um, what is what is your influence for this? Well, again, my volunteer work, um, you know, back when I first started, it was about what people were putting on topically. Um, the makeup wasn't cutting it on top of their skin. But now it's what we're putting in our bodies and or topically that's getting infused into our bodies. So it it now interests me as a whole well-being when I'm working with women who are pregnant or have lupus or autoimmune deficiencies. It matters what they're putting on their skin because that's infused into their bodies and, and then it affects their disease or their condition um, pregnant women, celiacs that, you know, can't have gluten. Um, they can become very sick if that product, that face cream has gluten in it. So that sort of opened my eyes to a whole nother ball game of well-being that encompassed what I was doing and the ingredients I was using. And that I was, like I said, a little bit ahead of the curve on what that would mean for the everyday woman today. So now I want to open up that health platform um, to encompass men and women and even the next journey in life that women go through while they're perimenopausal or menopausal and what men go through. Um, there's a lot of conditions that people don't talk about. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to work with a small team of doctors and pharmacists that also believe in that and um, we're working together to create products that will aid um, and relieve some of these conditions that it's a whole other story, another podcast um, of conditions that these men and women deal with uh, at my stage of life. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe we could talk about that another time. Um, how do you stay up to date? Because for example, for me, I'm I'm not as not nearly as informed as you, but I've been surprised to see stuff that we've just ingested for decades, not thinking, uh, having a second thought and realizing that actually there's a lot of maybe not ideal ingredients in there. I was curious, how do you stay up to date or, um, you know, informed about this? Well, again, it comes down to research, but um, honestly, I, I knew about the ingredients for topical products that I had created and was working with you know, um, all these patients. But now that what we're putting inside is my daughter became vegan um, and then she became plant-based due to her research. And she was always on me and my husband, now us getting older, that you should be, look at this, look at the, look what sugar's doing, look at what cholesterol's doing, look at what the additives are doing, you know. Um, and so she was starting to send me articles that I was like, wow, like, wow. Um, and that just broadened my research. And now I'm totally passionate about what we put into our bodies now, as well as topically. That makes a lot of sense. Regarding your products, how do you source your ingredients and how do you vet suppliers to make sure that you're um, hitting the ideals that you're striving for? 
Well, and I'm glad you asked that question because it's a very important one because there's a lot of um, brands that are walking a fine line um, with their marketing because they can say they're vegan or cruelty-free um, if in the facility that that product's created in, they weren't harming animals or it wasn't touching something that was used on an animal. Um, but where they're sourcing the raw ingredient, that's where the animal's being harmed. So um, we're very ethical right down the supplier chain. And that's why I have my hands on everything and I oversee everything because those are super important factors to my business that I know that everything is ethical and and everything were transparent right down um, the food chain. That's great. That's great that you have that attention to detail. Could you talk about the Sweet Leilani universe? What is that? That is just what I feel, believe, promote, um, live. Yeah, it's my universe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's great. So you've got a beauty blog, it looks like. And what are what are people going to learn if they follow you? Well, uh, my biggest thing is that I'm here to help. So whatever you're undergoing, any kind of health condition, skin condition, we have blogs on both. Um, we have, you know, connections with people in the medical health industry that we can direct you to if I can't help you with something. Um, we believe that we are the platform to educate um, and that you can know that we are a trustworthy name in health and beauty. You've received quite a few awards, it looks like, uh, in the last year or two. Does that like validate kind of the work that you're doing? Um, and if so, like, are there some that are like stand out to you uh, more than others? Um, yeah, it brings a lot to the table because as an entrepreneur, which, you know, um, unless you are one, um, you you can attest to this, is that you know, we're down in the trenches and sometimes that's all we see. We we just, you know, we're just so far down in the trenches. So for someone outside of that to acknowledge your work or um, believe in your work, it, it, it keeps you going. It's like, okay, if somebody did notice I am doing a good thing. <laughs> Who are uh, some sources of inspiration for you as you've grown in your entrepreneurial journey? That's tough. Um, I don't have anyone specifically. I just love books on purpose and and well-being in the universe and um, just being believing and manifesting. And so I don't have anyone specifically. Okay, that's fine. I was just curious. You you need some inspiration. So you're just generally picking inspiration from everywhere you, you get it. Yeah, for people like you. I mean, we've spoken about that before. We learned so much. Like you're a wealth of information and you share it and I listen and I take away from that. And so that's where I get my inspirations from is is people that I admire or respect or look up to. Well, I like that answer to that question. Thank you. Um, so what's next for uh, for your company? What, what are you looking to accomplish in the next, let's say, two to three years? Well, um, 
I'm really building out our e-commerce platform. Um, my whole business model has been wholesale retail. And um, now we're building on the e-commerce side. So uh, we've got big plans to elevate that in the next few years. Um, we'll continue bringing you health blogs for all kinds of conditions. Um, and I will be, be building out products with um, the doctors and pharmacists that I'm working with. Uh, and we'll be bringing in a whole other section um, for the next sort of stage at life um, with menopause and uh, men's issues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's great. And you have a fairly sizable audience on Instagram. Um, can people easily find uh, your social media channels through your website? Absolutely. Yeah. Connect with us at Sweet Leilani uh, Cosmetics uh, is our Instagram. Uh, love to hear from you. I always say if anyone has any issues or skin condition, come to us. Like there's just so much you can do. And sometimes it's not about makeup. Like we are, we're educated to give you really sound advice on, on other uh, you know, areas that you can use other things you can use other than makeup. Mm. Um, sometimes it's, I always laugh. It's just changing your pillowcase. A lot of people change the pillowcase. <laughs> Interesting. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you'd like to touch on that we didn't have a chance to highlight? I don't think so. I think, um, you know, other than the volunteer work does come under our project called face the future. Okay. So, um, yeah, you we're, you know where to find us. Uh, we're on all the social media platforms. Um, we're readily available and we're here to help. That's great. Yeah, I'm a fan of what you're doing. Um, you really opened my mind as far as like, you know, applying, like I mentioned, arbitrage, like you're basically applying makeup in a whole new way. And the whole concept of it is much broader than I ever would have imagined. So thank you for broadening my mind. And I hope this is useful for the greater audience as well. Well, thank you, because the more I speak about it, it's amazing how many people come out of the woodwork. So I really appreciate you using your platform to spread the word. My pleasure, Leilani. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Rise and Search podcast. I hope that our conversation has sparked some new ideas and given you valuable insights that you can carry forward in your own journey. Until next time, eyes on the horizon.